open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked. And you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another episode of Strike Point. It's Monday. 23rd by God it's St. George's Day and all things all things that are English hurrah um, I'm David Naylor and my host tonight is Michael Dinner. are you there mate? yep I'm here and what is St. George's Day? that's the guy <laughs> that slayed the dragon <laughs> so is it a national holiday then? Well, we're trying to get a national holiday for, you know, like St. Patrick's Day, where all the Irish go out and get absolutely drunk on Guinness. Um, we have a similar sort of thing called St. George's Day. And that's basically what it is today. It's the St. George's Day. It really does just another bad excuse for getting a drink. Yeah, basically. But it's, you've got to celebrate these things. <laughs> yeah, you, at least every, <laughs> every opportunity you have. Yeah, at least I do anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we have not prepared tonight at all, have we? No, this may turn out as the shortest version of Strike Point ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for all tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of hoping that the chat room would give us a, a helping hand for this show. <laughs> yeah. so not, you know they're not going. So, um, what's been going on this week? You've been busy. Yeah, I'm actually just... I fly out uh, early o'clock in the morning tomorrow um, over to your neck of the woods again for a couple of days. And it seems to be everything at the moment is going absolutely crazy yet again. It's like I just can't seem to stop flying in and out of the country at the moment, which is becoming a little bit of a pain in the ass. but I suppose you've got to do it while you're almost young. Um... Therefore, you don't <laughs> have to do it. It's too late, Dave. Yeah, that's it. it's like, I, I, kn- I know for a fact, yeah, what I shouldn't have done, yeah, was like really messed around in my early days. <laughs> but unfortunately, I did. And now I'm paying the cost that now that I'm almost 40, I've got to start flying around the world again and uh, getting my money into the bank so that I can retire when I'm 42. Basically, yeah. yeah, that's going to be very soon, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Two years, mate. Two years and counting. But we'll see. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're getting old. Yeah, I know. So before long, I'm going to be classed one as like the old guys on the block and not the new guys on the block anymore. So that'll upset me. I think um, one of the things I'd like uh, us to talk a little bit about is uh, butts. I think you made a really good post the other day on your blog. When was it? On uh, Friday or Saturday? You made it about stopping bad robots with high traps. Yeah. And, uh, so maybe we should have a general talk about bots. All you know, the fun with them. Yeah. Because I mean, brought up some interesting things there. I mean, one of the things that I mean, a couple of good points that came out of that was that when people were talking about, well, if they want to. If you if they want you to automatically ban Google from basically spidering your site, they could almost cloak from a Google IP address. Um, so that what happens is that you end up getting a situation where um, your automatic script ends up banning Google. And basically, there's a couple of methods that people were using with like the Google Translate and the Google. Um, XML output and stuff like this. 
So, I mean, the real way of doing it, obviously, is you make a whitelist so that you never ban Google. But I'm sure there'll be people out there that have created honeypots that are not looking at the overall picture and that you could go ahead and simply, by using the um, translate, you could actually go straight in and pull in the pages that you want, the robot text file, the uh, files that, rob that you're not supposed to let Google get into. Um, and sure enough, an automated system would end up banning your own blog, or obviously banning somebody else's website, of course, if you found out that they had a, a robots.txt file that was basically doing the auto honeypotting. Um, the worst side of it, I suppose, is that um, when you get like into the load balancing situation, because then you've got to make sure that all your databases are in line. So if you start updating one and trying to so like keep whitelists clean, um, you've got to make sure that you populate those through all the, the systems and not just the one like we've known to do in the past um, when we've been pushing everything that Google goes to this cache server and everything else goes to a different server. So that can be a little um, bit of a problem as well. But it's like, I mean, how would you stop them? I mean, if somebody was scraping you real bad um, and every other IP request that they came on was coming out of one of the Google ones. Or yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 if it's a really, really bad case, I would probably uh, be looking, if it's a really large website, it's a really bad case and it, it's really costing you tons of money. What I would probably look into would be um, uh, doing something on a network uh, data package level. There was a company in Denmark, now I forgot the name, they used to build, I think they still do actually, a very good network uh, data package sniffer. Uh, I know that eBay bought some of them for their security system. With this system, you can uh, run all kinds of re-advanced analysis based on the raw data packages. And those analyses run so fast that because this box sits on the network actually before the web server, uh, it can do the analysis and communicate back to the web server whether to allow this user or not and cut off the connection before the user actually get a, a response from the server. I know that eBay bought these boxes for that exact purpose of keeping uh, unwanted uh, agents out of their, their, their bidding systems. So if, it, if it's serious, but that, that should cost a lot of money. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's not cheap to set up. I'm just but if it's important enough, uh, that's probably the, the only way I can think of that would be uh, good enough. There's a company in Sweden that does it as well. I wish I could remember the name. Oh, it'll come to me. Um... I know who they're protecting. Now, let me see if I can just find it. Um, but they are absolutely, unbelievably hot on this sort of stuff. Um, Senator. Yeah, now I remember what they called it. Uh, the Danish company I was speaking about was called uh, Unispeed. U-N-I-S-P-E-D. I'm not ahead of those guys. Senator.S-E-N-T-O-R.S-E. Um, they do manage security servers, and they are unbelievably keen. Um, so much so, you look and you think, yeah, you know, I mean, these guys are good. Um, and I've looked at some of their stuff and looked at how they implement it, and it really, you know, I mean, you can lose a lot of proxies um, if you're trying to get through their systems. And I think so far they must be one of the best ones that I've seen in a while. That you know, I mean, their Assassin project um, is really, really good. I mean, Assassin they, it stands for Automated Assessment Anti-Scraping Surveillance Network, um, which weekly monitors like databases and basically looks for anything that's got heuristics of data scraping and then they just kill it. But obviously, they've got good whitelists in there, um, and it, it seriously is. It's it's not honey trapping or anything like that. It's it, They're monitoring the traffic as it comes in, and then they can just push you wherever they want to at any time if they feel yeah. that you're 
acting a little bit naughty. Um, like I said, I've never. Yeah. You know I mean, I've I've never personally used them. Um, I've only seen their equipment in action, and they seem to be very, 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 very good. Yeah, but but uh, I don't know the product you're talking about, but but uh, in general, I know that these kind of solutions are very expensive. Um, oh yeah. And then again, if you're a company like eBay that have problems with bots hitting them and automated services hitting them, they don't want. For a company like that, it does uh, make sense to 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 take up that investment. And if you're running a a, a large company as well, it, it may make sense for you. But it's yeah. just not those kind of those kind of technologies are just not available to uh, a small business or mid mid sized business. I would even say. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. It's, I mean, you get the situation where it's like the cost of the bandwidth that the bots are stealing from you against how much it actually costs to put the lock and chain on the door. Sometimes you realise that it's just easier to give up that bandwidth in your data than it is to actually try and stop the, fit a system that's going to basically block all the bad guys. Um, so it's, it's yeah. a bit of an issue, but it's it's, it's not too bad. Um, I think we need to take a small break now, and then uh, let's get back to some more bot talk, because that's interesting. Yeah. So um, let's uh, run some commercials. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Every one of you listening on the web, look out, because soon, very soon, the most electrifying monster radio show ever conceived will be stalking your internet. Run, don't walk, to affiliate thing. There's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. There's no escape from affiliate thing. Affiliate Thing has captured the news, tips, and resources as it feeds on the affiliate world. The big news, the big stories, and the big interviews. It's Affiliate Thing. Starring Affiliate Summit co-founder Sean Collins, Revenue Magazine's editor-in-chief Lisa Piccarelli, and a cast of exciting young people. It's big. It's growing. It's getting stronger every day. It's affiliate marketing. It's affiliate networks. It's affiliate things. Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Get hooked, wrapped, and dished. All week long on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back. So, we were welcome talking back, a bit about bots and stuff like that, and then 
while we went to the break, we decided some of the other things that we would talk about as well was the uh, Google's buying of Performix. Um, what else did we decide on? Google buying the internet. Um, <laughs> it appears that's what they're trying, and Google trying to be media agency, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah, I mean the whole thing. I mean, it's like we will talk more on bots, but one of the things that is like I still can't get my head around, even though people are talking um, about the double click side of the buyout, but Performix. I mean, they're an SEO company. Um, They do the same things that any other SEO company do. They buy links for their clients. They try to manipulate the search engines so that their clients come to the top of the search rankings. Um, and now all of a sudden, this is an, a Google-owned product. I mean, <laughs> how how can Google keep hold of this company? You know what I mean? It, it's, even though everyone's saying, no, 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 nothing's going to happen, no, 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 nothing's going to happen, this really, I mean, they can't keep this, can they? I mean, what do you think, Michael? I mean, it's like... This no, it's not worth it. I mean, it's simply not worth it. I mean, I think we we used the analogy before. I mean, imagine that you could uh, that imagine that New York Times opened up a PR agency that would help you get editorial uh, uh, reviews in, in in New York Times. Uh, yeah. that wouldn't fly. You know, it's it's just Google got to make a choice on that. Either they they if they if they want to do search optimization, SEO, organic optimizations for clients with this company. It's either going to be shitty, or it's going to be a problem, because and and it's most likely going to be shitty. Uh, so far, we've seen Google offer some um, SEO advice to large uh, at AdWords uh, clients, but but that advice have been pretty much everything from their webmaster pages, and nothing really useful, <laughs> nothing in, uh, of the kind that a good SEO company would provide. Uh, on the other hand, if they provide really good SEO work and and can go out and call and say, hello, we're Google, we can help you get on the top of Google Organic, then they're going to have a problem because then you would rightly be able to say that search is now advertising. And if the organic results turns into advertising, they will have to disclaim them just as well as they have to disclaim uh, advertising. And And I'm pretty sure they don't want that. New York Times don't want the whole front page to be stamped as advertising, and Google definitely don't want uh, the organic results to be degraded to, to advertising. They, I, I don't think they, they, they want that. Not for the value of getting one small SEO company as part of a bigger uh, uh, buyout. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my con- I mean, it's like you said, my concern for me is, is that if I was a performing client now, yeah, is Google going to go all godly and white on me and check through everything that performance has, has done to my website? Um, they should. Well, yeah. You almost feel that they will get special attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not it's, sure special attention is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you get the situation where you, you go, mm, well, you're going to get some over zealous salesperson and says, hey, you know what I mean? It's like, we can do this. You know what I mean? We're owned by Google. We can make you number one in Google. Um, and then if they do make them number one in Google, was that a hand tweak? You know what I mean? It's like, SEO game is all about return on investment. And to my knowledge, it's something that Google's never really offered you know what I mean? It's like with Google AdWords, you pay your price, yeah? You take your risk. It's down to you to ensure that what you're paying, yeah, you can convert that traffic into sales. With SEO, yeah, you it's slightly different. Um, so it, you, you, you've got to give them some kind of guarantees that what you're doing is going to make them move up through the search engines. Um, and if their site is pretty white hat and clean, there's only one thing you've got left to do, and that's go out and buy links, which I think that Matt doesn't really like you doing. Um, so, 
kind of a little bit of a, ow, that's going to hurt if you're a performance client. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think they'll get sold, personally. I, I, I can't see how they can hold on to them as a company. Um, but then again, you know, I don't think that what Google bought was Performix. Performix was just part of the package, and it was a small part of, part of that package. They must have so again, realized as, as you point there. out, I think they, they're going to sell it off because the value of having it versus all the controversy and problems it can create is just not worth it, um, as far as I see. Yeah, I mean, they, they must have... I mean, it's like you don't go out and pay... $3.1 billion for a company and not know all the little ins and outs that that company's got. Um, of course it does. I, mean, I, I mean, unless, yeah, this is all part of the new master plan with the Google CPA deal, and members are going to see uh, a Google commission junction type thing where you basically, you pay Google a shitload of money, yeah, and they come along and they SEO your website for you. They set up a, an affiliate program running through their CPA deal and they do the whole kit and kabang where they, they guarantee you X amount of traffic and they could easily push a website to the top of the search results, yeah, to ensure that they get in enough traffic that the contract that you signed with them. Uh, personally, I think that they're running a a little bit of a risk to say the thing. Uh, you never know, dear. You never no, know I mean they they probably did know that that performance was part of the the, the buy. I'm sure of that. Well, what I mean, we if don't you look, know if you, what, if you look in the um, that um, double click press release that they did, where it basically said that. In the, the the ABCs of it, they came out with the fact that that um, performing that they had not you know what I mean that they didn't decide what they're going to do with it. They have got no basic. Um, I wish I could find the fucking press release. <laughs> they had no um, plans of selling off double um, no, selling off I mean, the performing side of it. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, they would never say anything else but what they officially informed the, the, the stock authorities about and, and all that stuff that I don't know anything about. But, I mean, it, there's a difference between what a company is thinking about doing and what they publicly say it's about to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's and that was one of the things that... Um, I mean, I'd love to know what their official line is on this because at the moment it's all pretty much like, ooh, what we're going to do... Um, but it's—I don't know—it just smells. You know, what I mean, it's one of those ones where you think this can't go well. You know, what I mean, unless for some strange reason, um, it's there's, um, there's something uh, that Seashell points out in the chat room. Uh, he's just said that uh, unless there's something different about publicly traded companies, I think Google could have opted to not purchase Performix as part of the package if they've been so inclined. Uh, yeah, I don't know enough about those kind of business deals to even know uh, whether they could or not. Um, but 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 I just don't see the value of of, of having Performix alone as a, as a as a minor player in in the global SEO game. Um, yeah. If so, I mean, if, if Google was counting on now suddenly offering uh, organic uh, uh, services, how ridiculous that might be. Uh, I would think that they would go out and buy tons of SEO companies, not just Performix. Yeah. No offense. I'm uh, just uh, reading, uh, <laughs> someone's posted a, a press release. Sean Collins has got some bits of press release. Um, Between now and closing, nothing will change. As we work with the Google team to plan for the combination of our organizations, our top priorities will to keep you all well informed as possible of the progress of the merge and continue to provide you with the highest level of service. We look forward to continued collaboration and success. If you have any further questions, please contact your account representative. Yeah, that's from Stuart Frankel, president of Performix. Now, to me, that's kind of indicating that Google and Performix are going to be working together, which, 
I don't know. It it seems a little bit weird. Um, it seems very weird. I mean, honestly, you know, I just don't see any company going out in the name of Google selling organic search optimization. That's just not going to work. Yeah. I mean, it's, all it's, the press releases that Google's released on DoubleClick, they've not once men- mentioned that, as far as I can see, anything to do with Performix. Um, exactly. I think there was some stuff in the webcast. Let me just check the webcast. Do, 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 do. Um, press release on webcast. Uh, no. There was definitely something. I think someone um, kind of like took notes on it or something like that. But there was definitely something where he just said, we, uh, you know, I mean, we basically have not decided what we're going to be doing with performance, which is not a good sign. Uh, it kind of indicates that they've bought something that they don't really know what they're going to do with. Um, <laughs> I've got people asking me what's the... I don't know, Jen. Didn't realize you were listening to me. Good job I wasn't saying anything nasty about you. Um, do, 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 just trying to find... Oh, the press release is in there. So the press release... Saying the press release, combination of two on affiliate tip. So that's basically, that's the press release that Google released. And there isn't anything about performance in there. Um, so it, it kind of, it's, it's a little bit weird. I, I don't feel comfortable about it. Um, it's almost one of those ones where if I was being bought by Google, yeah, I'd certainly want to push my SEO clients into another company before that acquisition happened, uh, you know what I mean, so it's, it's one of those ones where, I don't know, I, I don't like it, I don't like it at all. Um, no, I don't like it either, but I, I don't, I, for one thing, you know, I don't feel threatened by it, and, and, and I don't think they will be able to, to use the Google brand alongside a serious SEO service. Yeah. Um, one of the other things, uh, is that you clicking or is it me? I'm not clicking. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded like someone was tapping my lines. <laughs> That's most probably Google now with their new Google telephone tap, so that we can listen on the telephone and deliver ads as you speak to your computer screen. Um, Google doesn't have a relationship with any, of any recommendations. Oh, it does now though, doesn't it? It must do, because... Someone's pointing out there in the Webmaster Help Center, um, Google recommending working with other companies that offer Google-friendly search engine optimizers, blah, 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 blah. No one can guarantee a number one ranking on Google, apart from Google, of course. Um, yeah, and if Google owned an SEO company, they could, <laughs> of course, theoretically give you that number one guarantee. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, I mean, it's like, I kind of almost feel that Google is actually moving over to the dark side now, which is a little bit weird, um, mainly because of the two things uh, uh, that they've done, obviously, buying the SEO company and also legitimizing cloaking with Google Web Optimizer. Uh, I don't know if you've played with that or not, Mikkel. No, I haven't actually got time for that. Okay, I'll give you a quick rundown. Yeah. Now, if this was Dave N doing this, you tell me what you think. Okay. I'm going to take one of your web pages, and I'm going to make it rank in the organic search. Yeah, for whatever keyword you're looking for. Yeah, because I've had to add a few keywords here and make sure that the titles were very much in sync with what Google wanted and not the end user. Yeah. Now we're ranking. I need a way to convert this. So what I do is I take all the titles and my SEO bits and I no-script them, okay? And then I include a JavaScript that rotates through 10 different titles, yeah? So where my title used to say, by Viagra, yeah? Now I can put secure online pharmacy. Or I can say, buy from one of the UK leading pharmacies, yeah? Try... Pharmacy A for all your online drug products. You know what I mean? Original Pfizer products supplied. So I can run through all these different titles, 
you know what I mean? Yep. Doing a JavaScript call while the search engines get my buy Viagra. Yeah? Yeah. Then I can do different call for actions with images. So I may have an image which is um, buy Viagra JPEG, alt tag buy Viagra, title buy Viagra. Yeah? Okay? So I no script that image in my JavaScript calls things like secure service certificate logo just to reinforce that we're secure. So it's no longer that little blue pill anymore with all that optimized stuff on there. Now I can go for secure server. Um, try before you buy. If you don't get hard, we will, and stuff like this. Now, this is Google Web Optimizer. You can actually do this now with Google Web Optimizer. Now, I feel a little bit uncomfortable about this, and I've emailed people to ask what happens if I do this, I've had nothing back, surprise, surprise. Um, so where do we go? You know what I mean? It's like if I was doing I that. Mean, in, in, all, in all sense, this is definitely uh, cloaking. There's no doubt about that. And, I mean, it's been going on this kind of, 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 um, of target page uh, testing. It's been going on for a long, long time. I mean, people have been doing this for years. And it's a good, it's a good uh, method for testing landing pages um, I remember uh, when I first ran into this was back in the good old days when Yahoo um, was really ruling uh, the, the search business on the directory side. So if you got a really good listing at Yahoo, and I remember people back then that were really good at this stuff, if you got a really good listing in Yahoo directory, you could rank well for several different kinds of keywords. But all the yeah. traffic was going to your front page, your home page. So that's when people started playing around with why not grab the query string from Yahoo when people get to our site from the directory and use that query string to form a, a headline that reflects whatever it is people search for. That's when I remember it started out, and that was back in the late 90s. And then you know later people uh, have moved into these uh, sp more specific uh, uh, campaign target page testing scripts uh, of various kinds. I also think there's a couple of services out there that, that offer uh, services where they can track uh, uh, changes in target pages for you and, and plot it all into a nice graph and stuff like that. Um, so it's been away for, for, uh, around for a long time. What makes this, this particular uh, implementation that you're talking about different than most others is that they fix one version of the page specifically for engines, and they only rotate it for users. Because if it was like a server-side script, where you basically rotated uh, uh, some pages on a URL uh, to test how they work, you know, everybody going there would get whatever random version the engines do. But what you're describing is, is definitely cloaking. Well, I think so. It, it, you know what I mean? It is. It is. By all definition, it is cloaking. Um, the, but the question with cloaking has always been, and that's where, where Google has been weak. I think Yahoo and MSN has always been much clearer when it comes to cloaking, because they have not specifically said that cloaking was not allowed, but they have talked about the intention of cloaking technology. And if the intention yeah. was to cheat them or fool them, they would not want it. But, but you know, the, so they have had a, a lot more, what you call it, nuanced uh, way of looking at cloaking than Google have, because Google has always just plain said, we don't want cloaking at all. And, and which is a stupid thing to say, because... In, 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 in this scenario where you're rotating uh, headlines, for instance, uh, I don't think there's a reason to punish that. No. I mean, but, the, it, but it goes against the guidelines. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the big problem that I see with it is that when you take it to the next step and say, hang on a minute, Google users tend to be more researchers, so therefore I'm going to give them this. Yeah? Yahoo and AOL surfers tend to be buyers. So I'm going to give them a call for action yeah, to go to this page. You can make the website look totally different, yeah, and there's no reason why you can't, because at the end of the day, it's like, it's your website. You're just doing multivariate split testing. Um, yeah. And I would have never, ever advised a client to do multivariate split testing if, you know what I mean, if Google hadn't come along and said, hey, try multivariate split testing. Wow, awesome. Um, it becomes a whole, whole mess. You know what I mean? A whole mess. Anyway, yeah. 
Yeah. While we're thinking about be... that, we should take a break for a couple of minutes yeah. and give the people the chance to listen to the sponsors that make this show available. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search, as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is... Well, ingenious. Ingenio PaperCall delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays for new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash webradio. That's Ingenio.com slash webradio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. MarketingExperiments.com Learn how we increase traffic by 446% with our Google AdWords campaign while reducing cost per click by 58% at MarketingExperiments.com MarketingExperiments.com Log on and register for our interactive SEM certification course today and discover how to build, target, and maximize ad campaigns like an expert through our proven paid search optimization formula. MarketingExperiments.com For details, see MarketingExperiments.com slash PPC. Marketing Experiments. Discover what really works. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents Inspirational Moments by David Naylor. These three guys are like garlic breath, and I'm standing back at the counter, like, dude, what are you, the garlic bread? He's like the garlic bread with the garlic snails, with the garlic chicken, and then for like cocktails, you add like the garlic strawberries, and it's like, and then you put on like, like the garlic cologne with the garlic face mask, and it's like, uh, dude, that's not garlic, that's your ass. <laughs> Tune in for more inspirational moments with David Naylor and Michael DeMint. Every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. <laughs> Sink your teeth into 100% original programming. WebmasterRadio.fm. And try our daily search cast. It's made fresh every day. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back. Me and Mikhail aren't quite in tune today, so I'm starting every segment by the looks of it. <laughs> Where do we go, Mikhail? Uh, I was just typing something into the chat room, and I was almost forgetting that we got back into the show again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the chat room was going was a whole talk wild about, about um, cloaking at from, the from, from the cloaking discussion we just had. There were some questions in the chat room uh, about cloaking and whether to do one kind of another cloaking and blah, blah, blah. And I think we talked enough about cloaking on, on strike point. I'm sure we're going to get back to it at some point, but let's just for now say that uh, if you're going to do cloaking, you sh- there's only one kind of cloaking. It's IP cloaking. And unless you want to spend an awful lot of time tracking down uh, spiders, I suggest that you go and buy the Phantom Master list and maybe um, add uh, some kind of an error systems to 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 um, to trap um, bots that are not updated on the list. But it's the most updated list you can get, uh, and I think it's like two ninety nine for a year or something. So um, I don't I don't want to uh, uh, I don't want to do all the work it takes to maintain that kind of list. For $2.99 a year. <laughs> no. I mean, my, my biggest worry about IP cloaking is that Google do not give you the free pass on it. Okay? 
And while they're not giving you a free pass on something, you've got to be really, really kind of like, well, if this is not squeaky, yeah, they're going to ban me. And that would be the biggest one that I worry about, you know what I mean, that getting a ban... But you know, you know what, if, if I were to list 10 common blackhead methods and rate them on how risky it is, cloaking would not be on top of that list. Oh, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's right. If you did get banned by cloaking, you're gone. <laughs> or that domain is gone. But it's just very rare that you actually do get banned for cloaking alone. If you do uh, uh, the, 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 the bad kind of cloaking where you optimize for Britney Spears and you send people to a shaved pussy, uh, no, that would actually be pretty relevant. But something else, you know, that's totally irrelevant, uh, that kind of cloaking, oh, yeah, you, you, you get, you get uh, often uh, kicked for that. Uh, but that's because people notice it and they get uh, upset about uh, not getting to the result they were expecting. But if people search for some Viagra phrase or some adult phrase or some gambling phrase or whatever, and they end up on a site that covers exactly what they search for, most people won't even notice that they got cloaked. Yeah. No, I so, uh, agree with you there. It's, I think a lot of it comes down to the intent. Um, yeah. And that's where you've got to be really, really careful. It's like the intent of it. Once you start getting into the IP stuff, you don't tend to get the free passes that you would normally get if you're doing it something where Google is almost authorize that method um, I mean I've seen so many I mean I've seen examples and I, I guess we've all seen them where Google uh, legitimized cloaking uh, with the target page tool that you were just talking about in, in New York Times case uh, NPR there's been so many cases where Google uh, apparently uh, approve on, on, on cloaking and then on the other side of the scale I've seen a lot of a few examples at least where uh, sites were uh, penalized uh, severely for very light kind of cloaking. In one case, I remember a major brand that got booted was um, was really because they they cleaned up some stuff on their pages or their templates. So Google got a more clean version. They left out left out a few links and a little bit of content and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it was really just cleaning up pages for Google, and that was enough to 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 get them kicked out. So they didn't. They didn't even add stuff or add more keywords or add more links that wasn't there for the real users. They were just removing stuff. And that alone was enough to, to trigger a, a, a kick of, uh, out of the index. So, I mean, I've seen mo both sides of, of scale. And the problem is you, 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 you never know exactly, and that's, of course, the whole trick all the time, you never know exactly how, how Google is going to react on, on, on exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the, the, the way that I would test it, if you feel that you could email Matt the website and say, hey, dude, is this okay? <laughs> and if he was going to say, no, <laughs> I'm going to have to ban that now, yeah, then maybe you want to kind of think, well, okay, I got caught. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It happened. Um, well, I mean, that you know, I don't, I don't need to feel that I can submit a website to Matt before I want to publish it. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel, you know, I like Matt, he's a nice guy, but I don't feel uh, responsible to, to, to what he wants me to publish on my web uh, server. Well, he, he's got a job to do, hasn't he? Yeah, he does, but, but no. uh, and he, he, can, he can advise me all he wants, and I'm going to listen to him uh, all day, but uh, by the end of the day, I, I decide what I want to put on my, my, my web server, as yeah. long as it's not illegal. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> Well, and it also depends what Google classes as what they think is illegal in their eyes as well, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> they, they, they still don't, don't own the courts, at least not in Denmark. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they own the courts anywhere. Uh, no, I mean, no, no, they've got pretty much everything else. But, well, but you know, it, 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 to me, uh, all those things really comes down to uh, a risk evaluation. Um, and, and also, if you want to run risk, maybe you should separate what you're doing. I mean... Normally, I would never uh, see a good reason to advise a corporate client to go into any of this uh, blackhead stuff. 
cloaking or anything else because they don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they can do well without. Uh, but for certain kind of clients or certain kind of industries, certain kind of work, it's a huge benefit for, uh, in using some of this stuff, but you just got to uh, uh, be sure that you can take take the risk of getting banned. I mean, Liam's just posted a, a good question in there. It's like, could you cloak to geotarget and not get banned? Um, the answer is yes, as long as you're not cloaking the IP address for bots. Yeah, and do you, know, do you know exactly what, what test this pass? It tests the pass that you were just saying before. If you can send it to Matt, and Matt is going to say, okay, that's fine, yeah. then you're probably going to be okay. And in the case of geotargeting, he would probably say, okay, because... That's done for 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 pure uh, user reasons. Yeah. I mean, Google is, is is cloaking us all, as we we talked about before. They're using yeah. geotargeting uh, also and redirecting you to whatever version they think is right for you. That's fine. It's part of of the user experience they want to create. Yeah, I mean that's it. It's like it, it, if I go to Google.com in the UK, I got sent to Google.co.uk. I have to say that I wanted the NCR version, which was the uh, on cookie stuff, um, but it's you get to a situation where it's like, yeah, they want you to go to the co.uk website, not the com. Now, in theory, you could say exactly the same is from our point of view. We want you to go to our .com, yeah, and not the co.uk, even though it's the co.uk that's ranking well, and when you say anything that is an IE, Firefox, browser, yeah, is going to go to this website, and anything that isn't a IE Firefox browser is going to go to a different website. Yeah, um, and, and another another good example, I think we, we used this example before, before, but another good example of, of when you can do legitimate cloaking is for some companies that operate in, in, um, in, in controlled environments such as uh, medical um, certain pills are allowed to be sold on the American market, but it's highly legal to sell them on the European market uh, or, or, or the other way around. Those, those medical companies, they, they need to uh, block uh, entrance for, for, for people from certain countries. And the same thing goes with more detailed things such as uh, the, whole, you know, remember the whole case about uh, people sending uh, Nazi memorables on eBay and, 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 and Yahoo auctions. And, and that's not allowed in, in France and Germany. So now they have to block things, you know, for certain users, but it can still get indexed. You know, so, so theoretically users in Germany could find this stuff and Google click through and not be able to get in. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a form of cloaking, but it's done with a, a, a legal or user purpose in mind. And, and, and that would pass a test with Matt or any other editor, because there's a good user reason for it. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's like, if it's, so it, it, again, it's a lot of it is down to the intent. So you just got to be careful that that your intent is for the user and not for the, the search engine, um, which is. Or, or if you don't give a shit about that, then at least you got to be ready to pay. What is it? Pay the time for the crime or whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. If 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 you want to if you want to play a high risk game. Uh, don't cry if you lose. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's, it's, I think that if you did total black hat cloaking, Britney Spears to porn, um, which, as we said, you can almost do these days, but if you were doing that and you got caught, there's certainly no way back. Um, no. If, you, if you're doing Britney Spears to a Britney Spears fan site, then... That is totally different. You know what I mean? It's you. You could almost say that I'm I'm split testing black and white text for text readers, yeah, and everything else is going to get this graphic, and that is where you're going to get the situation where it's like, okay, it's like there's the black and white test. This is going straight to Google. Um, and all the other colour stuff is going nicely to the user. Um, anyway, we'd better take one more break, um, and we'll be back after this. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. 
We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's Clicksore.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with PaperPost, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at PaperPost will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through PaperPost. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. Vive la revolución! Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Milnick Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new Fangle Plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our Performance Rewards Program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtone. Hell, we got them all! Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy, you'll be squealing like a pig. Does everybody know what time it is? Let me introduce to you the Web Gorilla! Hi, this is Greg Bozer. And the very slick... Oil Man! The Oil Man here. And together they are... The always highly ranked SEO Rockstars. Who needs happy hour when you have the SEO Rockstar? Now Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. And for all you jammers and spammers that cut out early on Fridays, then catch the Rockstars Rewind at their original time, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Warning. Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the final bit of Strike Point. Um, I totally forgot what we were talking about, Michael. I do apologize. I think we need to round up on what we actually started with, um, the bots, because we promised to uh, talk just a little bit about bots, and now we've been talking about cloaking for, all, for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and so talking a little more about bots is, is, is probably fine. I, I mean... You bo- you work with some large websites as well as I do. Some sites that have like millions of pages published, and and some of those sites actually have the whole architecture worked out well. And um, once they get that architecture worked out, so it's easy for bots to get access to all that content, which is really good for MSN and Yahoo and Google. Some of those sites also start getting hit by an a enormous amount of other kinds of bots and scrapers and all kinds of shit that doesn't really give this site any kind of value. So, of course, you want to get rid of that because with 10 million or 50 million or 100 million pages on your website being hit by all these bots, it can eat up a considerable amount of language. So the question is, as we discussed earlier in the program, what do you do about it? And if you haven't heard that, you can rewind to the beginning and hear that. So, um, you know, what, what, what I always been doing to some of these big uh, sites when I've optimized them or when I opened up for search to uh, the content, I always uh, made sure to provide an extensive uh, robots.txt file that blocks all the, the, the agents that do identify themselves and do 
uh, actually uh, uh, respect robust text because there are a number of of um, of, uh, of uh, off -bra uh, offline browsing applications and 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 uh, spider applications etc that do actually uh, respect robust text and you can just as well block them uh, using that very simple method in, in my mind and then if you still have a problem move on to some more hardcore stuff but how much of a problem do you see this as being? Um, I don't have much problem with them, to be honest with you. Uh, we've, we've got some pretty damn hot servers, and we kind of like a bit lazy. We don't mind them being in there, which is a bit the wrong attitude to take, I guess. But it's, you know what I mean? When it comes down to it, it's what else can you do? You know what I mean? It's like it, you can end up spending so much money on trying to keep them out, that it just becomes ridiculous. Um, and you've got to decide yeah. whether, where best your funds is going to be spent, whether it's in hardware so that you can keep on serving to the bots and your users quite happily, or do you say, I'm going to spend my money on making sure that I only serve to the users and I'm never going to send to the bots. Um, yeah, at exactly. the moment... And that's kind of why I suggest that you start out with the things that are easy to do because, I mean, putting up a robust tick that, that blocks the top one or 200 uh, known bots that you can block with this uh, is, is, is going to be a huge help for, for some sites. And if that's enough, then that's an easy solution. Yeah. So, um, no, it, yeah, and, it is. And, I mean, uh, and as you it, say, it's bandwidth and, and CPU power yeah. is getting cheaper and cheaper. Um, I mean, so so most yeah. most websites have no problem to stay in the, the load. I mean, a couple of things I would like to say. I mean, the, it's not so much like the biggest rogue bots. It's the fact that things like Yahoo spider you so heavily through certain times of the day that you would almost want to be able to say, "Hey, look, spider me at this time of the day," um, so that. I'm a UK website. I don't want you hurting my traffic uh, when, realistically, you could spider me at night. Now, that, to me, would be much more um, a better use of bot traffic if you could just tell Yahoo when you actually wanted to be spidered and not I think when... I haven't, I haven't, uh, I think uh, Danny Sullivan has been discussing this option a few times. I think uh, he also had some some uh, summits along some of the conferences discussing this with some of the engines. However, I'm not sure of the outcome. Maybe Danny could bring that up in one of his shows. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that, that would make a lot of sense because uh, right now the engines don't know when we have, have um, activity on our service when it's a busy time for us. Yeah, no, it's just one of those ones where it's like, don't hurt my servers when I'm trying to get my users, yeah? Um, I'd, obviously, I want the search engine traffic. I'm never going to block them, but it's, I, you know what I mean? I really want to get that traffic when it least affects my business, when my servers are at their lowest downtime. Um, yeah. And, even so and I mean, so for, that, of course, and a, a, cool, a cool way to implement it would, of course, be if you could add it as a, as a property in, in a robust.txt file. But it could also, in Google's case, they already have the, the Google uh, Webmaster Tools up and running, so, I mean, they could also use yeah, that I, as a... Yeah. As a, as a See, I, I, I don't want... I mean, this is empowering Google even more than <laughs> they're empowered already. I don't want Google to do this. Yeah, I don't want it to be a webmaster, well, uh, webmaster central feature because what will happen was that you will get the situation where you you're signing up and you've got to basically, there's your new website and I sign up for Google and I do all this in Webmaster Central to make it easier for Google to spider it all and I spend half a day learning that system and doing that. Then I drop down to the next search in Yahoo and I do it through that and it's like, by the time I've done two, I'm not going to be bothered with anybody else. I mean, it's got to be something that is for the whole industry, um, something maybe that W3C brings out and says, look, you upload, when do you want Google, you know, when do you want to be spidered, okay? And Google goes to the W3C uh, or a trusted source and takes the data from there, takes the robots.txt file from there, 
takes all the data, the crawl rate and all the rest of it from there. And that way, you're giving it to every search engine and you're not giving it to just one search engine at a time. Because how would a new search engine ever get off the ground? You would never go to it and you'd never set it up. What you would do is you go, ban all robots, I'm going to go to Google, you've got an exclusive spider me here, there's Yahoo, spider me here, there's MSN, spider me here, there's Ask, spider me here. Yeah, one, two, three, search, you're not going to let in, are you? You're not going to be bothered to go through all of them. So it's got to be something that's centralized, that the search engines are happy to take the data from, and users are happy to put the data into. Um, and we've been looking at some stuff like that already, uh, but I, there's nothing out there at the moment that does this kind of thing, so maybe something will come along in the next few months or so. I don't know. Anyway, I think we've almost come to the end of the show. I think so. We do. Yeah, I think so. I think we've yelled on enough. I haven't really ranted that much today, have I? <laughs> no, it wasn't too bad. I think it was okay. Yeah. Apart from I don't so, like Bob um, selling links. <laughs> <laughs> so have a good I week, all wrong. of you. And uh, I hope some of you are going to be back next week again. We're going to do another live show on next Monday. It's uh, Monday, the... What is it? April 31 or something? April 30? <laughs> something like that. It's next. It's... Same time next week. <laughs> you know the you know the score, guys. Okay, gonna love you and leave you. Speak to you all later. Bye bye. <laughs>